0: Hi, Dr. Centeno, and this is my Aging Athlete Podcast. This is episode five, Do You Snore? Now, just so that you know, these podcasts are sort of about the blog, but they're kind of more in-depth. You'll get more color commentary on these, behind-the-scenes stories, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, I actually snore, and when I'm on my back... It's really bad. In fact, my wife's had to relocate elsewhere a couple of times. If I'm on my side, it's really not that bad. And that's pretty common for mechanical sleep apnea. So basically, the most common type of snoring is what we doctors, again, call mechanical sleep apnea. And what that means is that as we age, gain weight, or sometimes we're just born this way, the tissues, especially when you're on your back, can clog the breathing airway. And snoring is nothing more than the sound that that makes. So if you snore, it's possible that it's mild, but it's also possible that you literally stop breathing at night, causing your oxygen saturation to drop, your heart to race, and a loss of blood flow to lots of important things. So snoring is something you should take really seriously. Now, one of the problems with snoring is that you generally can't hear yourself because you're sleeping. Hence, you need an independent third party to assess your snoring. This is usually a spouse who can offer up unsolicited assessments of your nighttime symphony. And when I see patients, I generally break this into the following comments from the spouse. I can't sleep through that, or the dog can't even sleep through that, and I go elsewhere. So realize that trying to ask your spouse about this is really the best way to go, but you probably know that you snore. Now, snoring is usually checked out through what's called a sleep study, and that's where you go to a hospital and have someone watch your sleep, oxygen saturation, and breathing. Now, I actually had one done at home a few years ago by a friend who was a medical sleep specialist. And we have lots of devices of varying sophistication now, everything from smartphone devices that can monitor your sleep to little devices that you can purchase or devices that you can rent that will look at your oxygen saturation and other things. Now, all of this is number one, to determine if you snore. Number two is to determine if your oxygen saturation, meaning the amount of oxygen in your blood, declines when you snore or you have what's called mechanical sleep apnea and or to determine what treatment should be used. Now, there's another type of sleep apnea that can happen in pain patients, and that is sleep apnea that's due to either a head injury or sleep apnea that's due to medications. And that can be quite severe because if if your breathing is slowing down because you're taking too much in the way of narcotics, that can lead to bigger problems so but we're going to focus on mechanical sleep apnea here this is also called obstructive sleep apnea so again usually when you sleep on your back the airway closes off now sleep apnea is also associated with metabolic syndrome so that means that snoring and having these episodes where you literally stop breathing and that can really wreck havoc on your whole body. And what can happen is that can mess with your blood sugar because you don't get really good sleep and that can really cause you to put on the pounds. This can also increase your risk of a heart attack, stroke, or atrial fibrillation. Meaning if you want to live well and stay active as you age, rather than dropping dead at an early age, fixing your snoring is a good idea. One of the ways to fix snoring is called CPAP. So what is CPAP? CPAP stands for continuous positive airway pressure and it's a machine that connects to a mask that blows positive pressure in your airway as you breathe, when you sleep, just to keep it open. Now, there are all sorts of different machines, big and small. If you sleep with a spouse, quiet should be really the feature you're looking for and as i talk about in the blog i found a really quiet one you can't hear it at all and it's called the intellipap 2 auto now i don't get any money for recommending intellipap 2 auto i don't have any connection to that company as with most of the recommendations i make i make them because i use these products and i like them so there are lots of other sleep apnea models on the market i'd encourage you to go to the blog and add your favorites into the comments or add into the comments here on this podcast so that others can find the best possible machine. Now, when I put this CPAP mask on, I got to tell you, I I, I really thought this looked like something out of the Halloween movies. I mean, it was really scary looking. So, of course, the first thing I did was to go (laughs) down and, and just scare the snot out of my wife and then my son because it really does look awful. And I have to tell you, you you probably don't want to wear this thing on date night because it's, it is absolutely not at all attractive. So wearing a CPAP is not for the faint of heart. I started to use the CPAP machine and I have to tell you, it's pretty complex. You've got this thing that goes over your mouth, you've got connectors, you've got hoses, Uh, If you don't have it on just right, it's going to blow air through that lost seal as it's trying to reach a certain pressure, and it's pretty weird. By night two, I could do some sleeping with it, but I have to tell you, I'm still in the middle on whether or not I personally can use a CPAP, so I'm still messing with it even as I record this podcast. So does it work? I've heard CPAP users that swear by this thing, that once they get used to it, their sleep is just amazingly improved, their ability to function the next day is dramatically better. So I really, really would recommend that you use a CPAP machine and get used to it before you really take my word for it that I'm having a hard time using it. And for those of you that have severe mechanical sleep apnea, CPAP may save your life. So as far as being an aging athlete, I would have to say that CPAP is something I'm messing with, but I would encourage you to to go on your own CPAP journey and go on your own sleep study journey to try to see if you've got mechanical sleep apnea and whether or not you need to treat it and what's the best way to treat it. Now, there are other ways to treat this, including oral appliances that I haven't tried yet that I'll include in an upcoming episode of The Aging Athlete. But this is just my experience with CPAP. So have a great day. Thanks so much for uh, listening to Episode 5 of The Aging Athlete.